You are listening to this week's Market Commentary by Walker Cripps, bringing you insights on the world of stock markets and finance. Hello and welcome to the Walker Cripps Market Commentary for the week ending Tuesday the 5th of December. Bank of England Governor Andrew Bailey and Deputy Governor Dave Ramsden last week underscored the challenges ahead in taming inflation. Bailey, in an interview with The Chronicle, acknowledged the difficulty of the next stage in the fight against inflation. While welcoming recent data, Bailey was sceptical that the 2% target will be achieved any time soon, predicting inflation to stand at around 4% by the end of the first quarter of 2024. Deputy Governor Ramsden, interviewed on Bloomberg TV and at a conference in Hong Kong, emphasised the need for a prolonged restrictive policy to further reduce inflation, projecting no return to target before the end of 2025. The latest Economic Outlook report from the Organisation for Economic Cooperation and Development, OECD, added to the cautious tone predicting that Britain is set to have the second weakest growth in the G7 over the next two years, coupled with the highest inflation rate in 2023 among advanced economies. The projection includes a 0.5% gross domestic product growth for 2023, revised up from 0.3%, and an average inflation rate of 7.3%. The OECD report suggests the Bank of England may not cut rates until 2025. In the autumn statement, it was announced that there would be a 10% minimum wage hike, raising concerns among business leaders that inflation could spiral again. The British Retail Consortium and Nielsen IQ data showed a sixth consecutive drop in UK shop price inflation, easing to 4.3% in early November the lowest since 2022. However, British Retail Consortium Chief Executive Officer Helen Dickinson warned of new headwinds in 2024, including government-imposed increases in business rates, compliance costs and the rise in the national living wage. The Competition and Markets Authority reported findings that grocery brands have been raising prices more aggressively than justified during the inflation crisis. However, many customers simply shifted to cheaper alternatives, which mitigated the impact at the till, reflecting market responses to inflationary pressures. The latest experimental data from the Office for National Statistics on UK Unemployment showed the tightness of the labour market challenging Bank of England assumptions. The unemployment rate came out to be 3.5%, the lowest since the 1970s. The UK property market displayed signs of weakness, with increased discounting by sellers to secure sales, as reflected in a five-year high gap between asking prices and sale values. Yet, Bank of England mortgage approval data and recent house prices trends indicate underlying resilience in the housing market. Net approvals for house purchases surpassed expectations in October. House prices also edged up for the second consecutive month, surprising on the upside. 
Zoopla also released an update on the property market, revealing a shift with an increase in the number of homes for sale per UK estate agency branch. The mortgage approval data and house price trends suggest ongoing demand and resilience. That concludes the market news and now we'll move on to the stock focus section. Rolls-Royce Holdings, the multinational aerospace and defence company, saw its share price increase by approximately 14.8% last week. The company hosted a capital markets day at which investors appear to be impressed with its outlook and figures. Rolls-Royce stated that its current trading is in line with the guidance provided in its half-year results and the guidance for the year remains unchanged. Doc Martins, the UK footwear manufacturer and retailer, announced its half-year results last week, which saw its share price close the week approximately 12% lower. The company issued a larger profit warning than expected, largely led by weak US wholesale trading. Doc Martin's management said it expected four-year revenues to decline by a high single-digit percentage as a number of execution issues and macro headwinds have adversely affected the company's performance. Lloyd's Banking Group saw its shares close the week approximately 2.6% higher last week. Bloomberg reported that Lloyd's has been looking at a potential deal to acquire Tesco Bank. The article suggested that talks are in the early stages and that deal structure has yet to be determined. It was also noted that there were a number of other companies potentially looking at Tesco Bank, with no certainty that this would lead to a formal offer. That concludes this week's market commentary. Thank you for listening. This was Walker Cripps Market Commentary. If you'd like to hear more, please visit our website at www.walkercrips.co.uk. To keep up with our latest news and content, you can follow us on Twitter and LinkedIn at Walker Cripps. Until next week, thanks for listening. This podcast is intended to be Walker Cripps Investment Management's own commentary on markets. It is not investment research and should not be construed as an offer or solicitation to buy, sell or trade in any of the investments, sectors or asset classes mentioned. The value of any investment and the income arising from it is not guaranteed and can fall as well as rise, so that you may not get back the amount you originally invested. Past performance is not a reliable indicator of future results. Movements in exchange rates can have an adverse effect on the value, price or income of any non-sterling denominated investment. Nothing in this podcast constitutes advice to undertake a transaction. And if you require professional advice, you should contact your financial advisor or your usual contact at Walker Cripps. Walker Cripps Investment Management Limited is authorised and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority and is a member of the London Stock Exchange.